inspired. And I'm saying some people get inspired. <laughs> some people get inspired by <laughs> raccoons. I'm just trying to tell you that, like, the human body, yeah. it, if you give it something in small doses, it can figure that out. Yeah, it can get around. It's, we're an adaptable creature. Just like raccoons. I mean, maybe not just like, but we might be more closely related than you think. Although, whatever creature it was that got into my garbage last night, I'm not certain if it was a raccoon or a possum. Okay. And what... The... I was examining the footprints. Okay. Because of the snow, it's right, all melting. Right. You got so you deep, you got see. deep footprints right now, and I was like, I gotta get to the bottom. Is this, a, you know, you ever encounter one of those possums? No, not in real life. Yeah, they play possum. <laughs> <laughs> no, really. It, like you saw Don't it, they, uh, play dead. Yeah, they freeze. They play dead. Yeah. They go upside down. Like, damn, did I just kill it? No, that's just its move. That's its move. Yeah, you caught. If you catch me, that's my move. Yeah. Uh, one time I had the freakiest. I was on a. I was actually exiting the 401. Imagine that. Very busy highway. I was exiting the 401. Right. But it was really late at night. There's no other cars on the road. And I was like, come off the ramp. The off ramp. There's a possum just staring at me in the middle of the lane. I, I came to a complete stop in the ramp. On the highway? It shocked me. Whoa. No, getting off. Right, right. But still. Shocked me. It's like, damn, possum. <laughs> what are we doing here? He did not play possum that one. How big are they? I have no oh, very, scale. Very, you got big possum, you got a small possum. Oh, okay. You know, they, the little one could start around uh, two of these coffee cups. Big one might, might look like Otis over there. Oh, really? It might look like Otis over there. Okay. Even prettier, That's actually. Oh, no. <laughs> no, it's a scary, it's a scary looking thing. Uh, how about this? So we talked about, I mean, I think it was the last episode, we talked about, welcome everybody, by the way. Nice to see ya. Thank you very much. Mo's back. Will's back. Will's frantic today, though. He's like, hard out, hard out. He keeps telling us he's <laughs> exiting. We might have to take the wheel from him over there. Yeah. He's very nervous about all this. Uh, we were talking yesterday about Apple's foldable future and how things might be delayed and how they might not be completely sold on the idea of a foldable smartphone. And his opinions are all over the place on this one. You got people like myself with a foldable in the pocket that are just having a hard time putting it down because they're just these moments when you open the whole thing and all of a sudden you're getting work done and you feel spacious and your thumbs have a place to go, mm -hmm. you know? There's people like that that exist. Yeah. It's not many because it's it's not like I'm out in the world and all of a sudden there's Z folds everywhere. Just Do you uh, think that's just because... Fly, uh, like dropping from the you, sky. I've never even seen another person with wood. It's, they're expensive though. Do you think that's just it? People don't want to be early adopters. Well, that's a part of it, but like, how many people you see with an iPhone 13 Pro Max? That yeah. thing's expensive. Yeah, you're right. And they're like, hello, here's my 13. <laughs> of course I have a 13 Pro Max. Why are they British? They're not. Why are you saying that? <laughs> uh, you do the accent and put him on the spot. I love it. Yeah. It's all about speed. I mean, it makes no sense what I'm saying. Yeah. It's just with the right amount of speed. Uh, so most people are just not fully sold on this thing, and they don't want to take a risk, and that's where your cost component probably comes in, Mose. It's like it's one thing to spend 1500 1800 on a phone. You you know what you're getting. You're like, okay, it's yeah. a premium smartphone. It holds its value. It's, it's got a... A logo on it it's a slab it feels solid but then you take the same money and you're like this sort of more fringe technology 
mm-hmm. and it's soft on the inside and things are folding and you're like, I don't know if this is a good deal. I don't know how long it's going to last and I don't know if I'm going to enjoy it enough to justify that extra little bit of cost. So the rumor on the last episode was that if Apple's going to do it, the folding phone that is, uh, it might be way later, like 2025. That was mm. the rumor, Mo. That's a while. 2025. Apple's always slow. What are you problems. doing in 2025? I don't know. <laughs> what does the world look like in 2025? I don't know what I'm doing tomorrow. What does Ukraine look like in 2025? Oh, oh. God. Well, are we going to learn about that today? We're going to talk a little bit about it. Okay. Uh, I mean, I don't like it. I'll tell you that. I don't like it. Yeah, I don't think... Uh, you know, this stuff, it's massive implications, Mo. Mm-hmm. People got to sort it out. We got to be post-war when it comes to that. When it comes to actual uh, occupation, when it co- comes to uh, on-the-ground type situations. Yeah. Just doing a metaverse like Will says. <laughs> so you say, Will? <laughs> I don't sure. know. But definitely out of us three, he's Mr. Metaverse. Yes, admit yeah, that. That's true. At least admit that. This guy goes home, puts the straps and goggles on. Yeah. I was like, how's it going, Mark? <laughs> I talks to Mark every night. Yeah. <laughs> and Mark's like, well, you got to get me to positive coverage on the later show. And Will's like, I'm surprised you care. I mean, it's not really that big of a deal, <laughs> yeah. that show. And and he's like, no, no, no. He's like, listen, it all starts right there. Yeah. The sentiment towards meta and so forth. He's, I actually have a meta story here. Of course you got a meta story, yeah. Mr. Metaverse. Of course. How could we be denied of such things? Anyway, listen. The folding phone could be delayed to 2025. Mo doesn't know what his life looks like in 2025. Maybe there's going to be something sooner that he can interact with that folds and has an Apple logo on it. And maybe that thing is this thing right here being detailed on digital trends. Maybe it's a 20-inch foldable notebook instead. Mm, this nope. has been, you know, things been reported here as well. And we've had companies actually execute products similar to this, including Lenovo. They had the folding thing. Mm-hmm. Um, this claim comes from a fairly reputable digital supply chain consultants analyst, Ross Young. And he's been correct in the past about future Apple products a number of times. If accurate, Apple could be looking to introduce a new product category of foldable laptops into its lineup. This could mean as well, uh, finally, some kind of convergence of the mobile OS for Apple and the desktop OS. Because that's been kind of a strange crossover. Right. Like, you, I've seen you. <laughs> okay. I've, Let's do this. <laughs> <laughs> I've watched you use every Apple device that comes through here. Yeah. From the phone to the laptop. To the iPad. And you're one of the only guys that grabs iPads yeah. and does anything with them. I know because I took one from you the other day and you I did. just see all your notes and things and I'm like, wow. This guy actually—I would never assume because iPads around here, mm-hmm. none of them are ever charged. Yeah, nobody's ever using them. Mm-hmm. Tremendous supply of iPads, and yeah. people still reach for those things. Look at him—he's on yeah. the little. Well, these are nice, but people still iPads have their place. People still reach for those, mm-hmm. and so if Apple can create this perfect hybrid of the best of both of those things, and they can have it fold in a seamless way, like like is this uh, little render seems to be showcasing LunaDisplay.com. And maybe is Will, is it possible? Can you have the best of both? Mm. Only in the metaverse, right? <laughs> I can see it work on the phone, mm-hmm. but as a laptop, I don't know. Yeah, I think the typing. 
they need to work on the haptic feedback, I think. Mm. Oh, yeah. You, you're you not one of these... Uh, Unless typing is not even existent well, in no. 2025. What if it's like a, an, some sort of an accessory that slaps onto the thing? That could work. But I don't then know. It's, I don't know. it's I, an I don't accessory. Know. I don't know. I don't know. Mm -hmm. Because if you look at the Microsoft types and mm -hmm. the notebook types, yeah, they've been doing the three-in-one, 12-in-one for 17 years. Mm -hmm. They go, oh, it's a tablet, it's a laptop, it's whatever you want it to be. Right. Here's a little case that flips and flaps. Here, you're, you can eat your breakfast cereal in front of it. Mm -hmm. You can put it on the tray table. You can do a tent mode. You know how many modes I heard about over the years? A few modes. I've been doing this. Yeah. I've been doing this. They tell me about the modes. Yeah. Apple's got no modes. That laptop you have is one mode. It's one mode. And it protects the iPad sales, right? Yeah. It lets you have both. You go, oh, on the couch, it's a little uncomfortable. It's not really adaptable. It's not really a transformer. But in Apple's defense, it keeps things fluid. It keeps you away from some of the wonkiness. Early days, Will knows this, Microsoft was goofing with separate interfaces mm -hmm. depending on which mode you were in. Right. Will knows this. Go ahead, Will. What are we talking about? It would like readjust, the, right? Go talking ahead. about the Neo? Go ahead, Mo. Mo? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's me now. <laughs> well, you decided to I take know. it on. Yeah. Well, no, that's... No, there was different UIs, Will. Different UIs yeah. when you would go in tablet mode on Windows. You don't remember this? Metro, Metro? UI? Metro yeah. UI. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You were... You're frantic today. It was meant today. for phones. You're frantic today. Where are you? Where are you today? <laughs> Will, where are you today? I'm here. Are you, you here today? About? Are you here today? Yeah. You got yeah. a lot going on today because when you sent me the message in the morning uh, and you were like, this is happening at this time, this is happening at that time, I knew it was a different Will. Can't well, blame a guy for a schedule. I just knew yeah. it was a different Will today that we were running into. And I feel like the audience deserves to know because if as we continue through this show, they start to wonder, wow, what's going on with Will? I feel like they deserve to know. Okay, then. <laughs> moving on. Now you guys no. know. No, 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 no. Me, 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 me. The product, according to Young, could have a dual use as a notebook with a full-size on-screen keyboard when folded in a monitor when unfolded and used with an external keyboard. There you go, Will. In addition to the 20-inch display size, imagine folding 20 inches enormous compared to what, what yeah. the mm -hmm. uh, laptop makers have done. Apple is said to be considering screen resolutions of at least 4K with higher options likely. You have retina stuff, but. Fold one of those six K, eight K. What are you What are you doing? Something crazy. You might be. Mm. They could charge billion dollars for that. Apple wouldn't be the first large foldable tablet of its kind. Uh, Asus is set to launch the first seventeen-inch foldable Windows tablet later this year, called ZenBook Seventeen Fold. We'll probably get that on the channel, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Samsung, the current leader in mobile gadgets with foldable screens, also previewed the Galaxy Flex Note at CES earlier this year. I mean, it will be a a segment it will happen uh it doesn't need a a a apple to do it for it to happen it's just for a lot of users they want to wait for apple to do it because they're inside of the ecosystem, ecosystem. they're inside they're deep we're in the blue bubble they're deep inside the bubble look at this chunky boy well oh. hey, hey man oh. <laughs> sensitive feelings you're shaming it's cool tech but you're uh, shaming Samsung's Flex Note. Oh, you you uh, switched over to Flex. Oh, well, there it is. I mean, that's well, exactly yeah. that's exact. Well, that's actually kind of that's nice. That looks thin. Uh, it's a beautiful OLED. Uh, I don't know. Is the person actually using those on-screen controls on the picture on the right? I guess they have no choice. That's the thing. 
Well, you would have an external controller. You're going to need external, per you're going to need some peripherals for this. Yes. Like you would just have you a have key to carry. Yeah, you would just have a keyboard or whatever it is. That's fine. Um, well, there's a video. This was at CES. This was a real product they showed up. Now, you know, Apple buys displays from Samsung. Yeah. They could be looking at this. Apple's over there. Uh, goofing around that CES well, walking walking the floor like that's not that's better yeah oh see huh? it even meets uh, Will's strict criteria for thinness yes, that's better <laughs> they got a classic that's better from Will <laughs> yeah they got a that's better from Will he's ready to buy and you put it slap an Apple logo on it he's buying 12 yeah. he's gonna buy a bushel <laughs> you know what a bushel is Mo? no I actually don't well it's a lot <laughs> I'll tell you that uh, Will you know what a bushel is um, 20? I don't know. I feel like it's a container. <laughs> it feels like a bag to me. No, I feel like it's a container. A bushel? I feel like a bushel might be a container. Maybe. Here, here, did you hear the way he exhaled when he did it? Yeah. He's like, oh, I gotta search bushel. Oh, good lord. Oh, you got I, some, you got the German. Uh, you got the spelling. How do you all. spell it? You got some wild spelling going on there. You decided on the German spelling. Do you know how to spell it? There's definitely no <laughs> There's C. No. There's no C involved. You're going to need probably another. There you go. A oh, measure yeah. of capacity equal to 64 U.S. pints, 35.2 liters used for dry goods. You're right. It's the container type. Well, it's not necessarily a container. It's just that you would have a container that size because yeah. it's a unit of measurement used for dry goods. But like it would have started out. See the pictures and the images mm -hmm. in the top mm -hmm. right? It started out as something like that. And you so would that's go, a bushel. You would go get a bushel of apples or... Right. <laughs> apples, uh, that, foldable that, <laughs> that, This was my joke that went every, over everybody's head because you didn't know what a bushel was. <laughs> yeah. I say he, he's going to buy... If you put an Apple logo on it, he'll buy a bushel. So I'll have a bushel of <laughs> because apples are in typically yeah. in the <laughs> yeah, yeah, guys. Guys, <laughs> I mean, if we didn't bring up the picture, it would have only been people in the chat <laughs> exactly. that got it. Will yeah. just would have moved on to his, uh, all his the rest of his appointments. Yeah, there. can we? <laughs> <laughs> all right, yeah. So if Apple apparently, if Apple does the foldable, then it could be something like this first. I don't know how you guys feel about that. To me, it's been hit and miss on the larger foldables compared to the one in the pocket. Yeah. For me, so far to this point, mm -hmm. they could do it different. Uh, sticking with Apple for a second, they are dropping the mask mandate in most U.S. stores in New York. You don't need to wear a mask if you've been fully vaccinated. Are they? So they're going to, so no mask, but check vax mm. or, or trust vax. Just ask vax? I'm confused. Most Apple stores in the U.S. won't require customers to wear masks anymore. The tech giant has dropped its mask mandate and is also preparing for the return of in-person classes at its stores. According to Bloomberg, Apple has reportedly told employees about the changes in its mask requirements this week and has also updated its website to note each store's rules. There are a handful of locations that still require masks, particularly those in areas with stricter guidelines remain in place. Apple changed the rules for stores and locations that had already dropped their mask mandates, though, including Kansas, North Carolina, Ohio. Most New York locations don't require customers to wear masks anymore so long as they've been fully vaccinated. Even so, Apple recommends wearing masks and will provide them. I'm seeing more and more people just go into businesses without the mask. Same. They just go in the mask. Really? Around here? Oh, yeah. Oh. You see it? You're not seeing it? I haven't seen, no. Grocery stores, they're all still masked. You, you haven't seen a single person just walk in no mask? 
No. Oh, interesting. Yeah. I've seen it a few times in the past week. I think oh. since that announcement came out, that March 1st, mm -hmm. stuff was was uh, easing and, and then nobody was asking for vaccines or whatever at the restaurants. I feel like it was that moment. Uh, or it could have been the convoy or it could just be coincidence and people are all getting fed up at the same time. Mm -hmm. But either way, I'm seeing people pull the no mask and uh, and not really get much pushback. You know, Same. I'm not seeing anybody say anything either. It's not a conflict yeah. by the looks of it. So it makes sense to me that that uh, they'll officially be, and for Apple, it's easy. They just, whatever, wherever they're doing business, they're like, oh, what's the current yeah. restriction or mm -hmm. mandate or whatever? Mm -hmm. And they go, oh, we're in Kansas and North Carolina and Ohio, and you got rid of it? Well, yeah. guess what? We got rid of it. I mean, because you don't want to, they, it would be very hard for them to maintain it in those places. Yeah. Where the advice and the uh, restrictions on the government level had changed. This says Apple in-store classes. Yeah. Apple does classes? Yeah. Yeah. You can oh, go in there, this. Mo, and they'll show you how to use Final Cut. Oh, okay. Cool. Mo signs up. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they would show you they would show you how to use iMessage. What? If you really wanted. Yeah. Oh wow. They'd be like, You're not using it right. Mm. They'd be like, look at this little move right here. I wonder if they would actually show you any like cool little Maybe they, maybe they yeah. would. I mean Here's my understanding. It's usually for people who are new to the platform mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and have a lot to learn. Right. As opposed to a guy like you. Let's show you the ecosystem. I feel like you're doing okay. Yeah, I'm surviving out here. Yeah. I feel like you're thriving, actually. <laughs> yeah. He giggles. Armed man holds hostage inside Apple Store. Oh, this is the story from yesterday. What a crazy development. It was happening live while we were live. Mm -hmm. It was a double live. Yep. It was the uh, the hostage situation unfolding on Twitter while we were live streaming our typical show. What it a was crazy. A what a crazy. That was insane. What a crazy, all around crazy. It was Grand Theft Auto in real life. Mm -hmm. uh, it turns out, like, as far as the details are concerned, there were demands for crypto. Of course there were demands for crypto, Well, Go ahead, defend your crypto. <laughs> <laughs> I got nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, apparently, the demand was 200 million euros worth of crypto. They they just say in cryptocurrencies. They don't say specifically what. Mm -hmm. he, he actually wanted to distribute. He wanted a little polka dot. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he actually wanted a portfolio. Yeah, yeah, a whole list. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, I got a couple NFTs in there. Yeah, you know, he it's had, written in crayon. Yeah, he wanted. He wants to be diversified. Just like any of us, right? You gotta have a little Solana in Pretty there. Smart. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Um, Staking opportunities, right? Yeah, he, yeah, man. Come on, because once he's into crypto, he gotta figure something to do. This is not funny. This guy, obviously, uh, not a cool guy. He's in there. He had explosives on him. Oh, and, what? And you imagine he had an SMG on him. Yeah, he, oh, he, he was kidded. He was kidded. No, remember I said he looks a little. Yeah, yeah, you wide said, on the front. I heard you thought he, it was a bulletproof at uh, first, right? Exactly. That's what I thought. Apparently, he had a I, couple guns on him. Oh, yeah. Did he have bombs? He had some explosives. That's what I read. Oh, yeah? Okay. Uh, let's see here. The tense five-hour, scroll up a little bit, if you don't mind. The tense five-hour standoff paralyzed one of Amsterdam's most popular nightlife neighborhoods for hours Tuesday as scores of heavily armed police surrounded the store, managing to free about 70 people from the building that houses the shop before the suspect was detained. Uh, now, I saw the video clip. They hit him with the car. Oh, yeah. 
You saw they this? hit him um, with a car? I you didn't, didn't see I that. See that was the development. Here we go. OMG. Can we show this? Uh, did it? Did he get killed? He didn't get killed, no. He okay. got injured. Uh, it was serious injuries. It's serious. But he... It's serious. For sure it's serious. So he's, so, he's running? So the situation was that uh, the hostage was uh, running from him. He thought it was a good time to escape. Mm. And then the, um, the gunman tried to chase him down. Like, hey, get back here. And the cops just somehow um, they timed it well, timed it exactly right, and hit the gunman, and he went flying. Yeah. Whoa. Um, it's interesting you see something injured. like that happen in real life, right? I would immediately think the car's gonna go over him, mm -hmm. right? But I, so it's a there's a speed aspect to it. Yeah. Where it actually puts him up on the hood. Now he's obviously seriously injured. It's 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 a it's a, a major impact. Yeah, you can kind of see all the cops closing in, but they were scared of um, bomb threats because this guy would have been potentially holding bombs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, wow. That's what I. And then they I had saying. like the robot come in and kind of sniff out the bombs. Never mind. Even what? even if he just had an SMG on him, and you're rolling up in the in the unmarked car to to execute the hit, like they must have had this planned. Go yeah. go 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 go, and and the dude hits the. Pedal. Yeah. Like they must have known this was their plan. If he emerges, we're gonna go with the car instead of shooting him. Yeah. Because there's for sure at this point, there's people lined up. They could shoot as well. Exactly. Yeah. But shooting, it might have been a more definitive death. You know what I mean? Like. Yeah. I, I'm wondering which is the more. That's the robot. Um, Whoa. It's crazy. That scene. is really cool. It's That's some like hurt locker stuff. It's mm -hmm. crazy scenes, man. They brought, had to bring in everybody. I mean, the guy. Imagine how many hours this was going on for. Yeah, that was another thing. It was going on. It for was so long. Uh, around five hours. Imagine five hours. You're the you know. And the hostage ran away. Wait a second. Show that picture. Courage. What a weird picture. There's an SMG sitting beside the hostage. But his arms look tied. His arms are tied. But why you placed mm -hmm. the SMG yeah, right beside bizarre. him? He's like, do it. Grab the gun. <laughs> so weird. I dare you. Give me a reason. No, it's like, it, it is strange, isn't it? In these type of circumstances, the weird kind of... Yeah, he's not mentally stable. Or like, so... No, but also the fact that they're chatting. Like, this image is mm -hmm. so strange. Yeah. That you're forced to sort of chat with this guy. Out of the position of self-preservation. Exactly. To de-escalate as much as possible. I can't believe he ran away. That is, I don't think I would have... Yeah, there's the explosives right on his chest. Click the photo. Oh my God! So he was kidding. Yeah, up. man. Yeah. Kidded, wired. It could have gone a lot worse. Shout out to law enforcement yeah. in this case. Could have gone a lot worse. And then German tweeted out, uh, "Apple just made some sudden movements and decided to close their of stores." Of course. Of course. Yeah. I mean, it's like a immediately. Scene. Of course. Like it's during the the event. Mo, they, they just closed. No, you're not going back to work the next day. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, 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 no. Okay, there's a. Oh, did you did you get the explosives out yet? Uh, yeah. did, did we account for all those? You know what I mean. I got a class today. You just open a drawer and. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. This was during the event, so they were very hasty about it. Hasty. It wasn't after the fact. Hasty. Yeah. Hasty market. So Delicious. they closed their store while the event's going on. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We don't uh, want none of this. Anyway, so so nobody died. Nobody the, died. The, the, the hostages got out. 
Uh, he was re- of them. He was reprimanded. They didn't have to kill him. Mm-hmm. He, he was 27 years old, by the way. And uh, it's crazy. You start, you saw this, saw this situation unfolding. You saw the initial footage. You're like, oh, boy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Could, oh, boy. Yeah. Could go bad right here. Look, he's got the dog over there. You see, he's got Kovu right there. Right there, yeah. Kovu's running the other way. <laughs> it Kovu's actually scared. looks like he might have a Doberman, that officer. It's interesting. Look at all the laser sights yeah. on the guy. You see all that? Yeah. All the weapons pointed at him? And they're, like, moving it around, maybe to let him know <laughs> that they're all pointing at him? Man. Yeah, well, but but also to, to uh, indicate to the other officers, don't approach. Yeah. Like, or, I don't know. We have We're eyes. ready to fire if we yeah. need to, type of thing. If he if he gets up, because again, if he's running out with the SMG, mm-hmm. he could easily turn it on that vehicle as it approaches him. Yeah, mm-hmm. he could easily turn it on the hostage he's chasing. So that's ooh. Yeah. wild that's times. Speaking of wild times, okay, here it is: Russia, Ukraine. Now, um, listen, this is uh, obviously a totally different topic but it's an important one it's a, it's a thing going on in the world and and uh i mean you know i listen i realize there's a lot of channels cover stuff like this but uh you gotta ha- there's gotta be like a brief sort of brief thing a couple people asked me to talk about it. it's gotta be like a at least a brief for a guy like mo as well he said i said hey man you heard you know what's going on in uh ukraine and he goes are you going to talk about it i need to know tell yeah, me about it i so, want to know what's going on i feel like there's like there's a there's a brief breakdown of sort of what's going on over there that uh, can be useful for the average person who's who's uh, bombarded with some of these headlines and maybe intimidated by them. Um, you have sanctions in place now from the U.S. There's been some moves that have taken place that have been uh, perceived as the initial stages of an invasion. Uh, recently, Ukraine itself. They declared a state of emergency. Uh, state of emergency. Or was that Trudeau? <laughs> it was Trudeau. It was Trudeau. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Oh my God. It's a they got it's a lot of politics going they on. They got yeah. much more like we talk about it in the background. They have much more of an emergency over there. The, I'm talking gun type emergency. Yeah. I'm Russia talking, and Ukraine. I'm talking troop Not type. Trudeau. No, I'm <laughs> talking troop type emergency. It's funny. Yeah. It's the same word, isn't it? Yeah. Same word, isn't it? It's interesting, isn't it? Mm-hmm. You run out of words for the, that that are accurately applied, commensurate with the actual threat. Yeah. Um. So anyway, they a nationwide state of emergency. No, they did they did the same. Trudeau's thing was called something else. It wasn't. State of emergency. Maybe it was. It was like one step below or something. Code red. <laughs> anyway, listen. So they called up 36,000 military reservists. And the U.S., who's been fearing this particular activity, and Germany and, and uh, European countries, they have, uh, they have, they utilize sanctions in order to discourage the behavior. Right. So... As the troops are approaching, and, and the, there's these uh, two areas on the Ukraine-Russia border that are the target, seem to be the target okay. for Russia. And they historically, like here's the, here's the thing, okay? You had the Soviet Union, and you have 
Russian, ethnically Russian people distributed across this variety of countries that had previously been a part of this one uh, group of countries under Russia, mm -hmm. previously called the USSR. And so some pockets are more Russian, let's say, Russian-speaking, right? Russian-aligned. Their culture is more... It, it, sure. Mm-hmm. People would describe themselves as Russian. This whole thing sort of kicked off with the Crimea stuff a while ago. And uh, and it's specifically these regions that are in dispute. And even, it appears, the individuals there, um, you, you have some sentiment, some pro-Russian sentiment. Hmm. However, those are not the recognized borders. You have things like NATO. You have countries that are... Uh, against any type of warfare invasion of any kind. Mm -hmm. And so they're uh, like, for example, Germany canceled this pipeline to Russia as a sort of punitive measure. Mm -hmm. uh, for the time being, the sanctions, the U.S. sanctions are targeting financial institutions. They say eventually they're going to be targeting individuals and individuals' assets like, you know, oligarch types, billionaire okay. types. Yeah anything to try to apply pressure against these particular movements. Right. Putin comes out and says, hey, we're going to have a swift reaction to any type of sanction. Or uh, what was his actual quote here? He said specifically here, Biden's remarks followed a fiery address from Russian President Vladimir Putin to the Russian public Monday evening when the leader announced he was recognizing the independence of two Russia-backed separatist areas in eastern Ukraine's. Donbass region, the self-proclaimed People's Republic of Don't Donetsk and Luhansk, which promptly, which prompted a set of sanctions from Western countries, including Germany, halting approval for the major gas pipeline. Uh, Russia recently extracted all of their diplomats from Ukraine, from the embassy, consulate, mm -hmm. etc. Same, the U.S. did the same thing. Oh, really? So like from Ukraine preparing for yeah preparing for conflict presumably it doesn't mean that invasion is imminent but it does as these as these uh check boxes continue to get checked like uh, along the way mm -hmm. then movement towards invasion becomes more likely yeah. until you see certain signs of de-escalation well hopefully because it gets ratcheted up, right? Oh, what are you going to do? You're going to you're going to sanction me. How am I going to retaliate? So on and so forth. Now, the, these moves in the past, they've 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 worked. There's other kind of espionage going on, like uh, cyber attacks hitting U Ukraine government websites. You know, it's going to be propaganda. You know, there's going to be movements. You know, it's going to be very difficult to pinpoint, right? And target exact and know what's actually going on, especially if the people inside Ukraine are used, utilized, or financed. Mm -hmm. separatist uh, individuals, those that are more aligned with the Russian side. So it's a complex region, yeah. not just Ukraine, because, it ha because of the history that exists there. And it's going uh, to be a tough one to um, untangle. However, the Western nations are attempting it, and it remains to be seen how effective their current moves are going to be. Mm. That's where we're at for the moment. So that's, I guess, a Ukraine update. We will, uh, well, oh, and I should just say as far as the number of troops, the United States says 190,000 Russian troops 
and pro-Russian separatist forces are estimated to be massed at the border over there. Uh, I know this number is being disputed, but that's a lot of troops. That is a lot. Heavy. It's a lot of troops. So we'll, 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 we'll keep you as in the loop as possible. I mean, this right. is developing stories. It's a top story on my thing every day. Yeah. You know, for the last couple of days. So we'll just insert a little piece. Don't worry. We got other stuff to talk about. Mm -hmm. What about Truth Social? Yeah, Shall so this we? one, so 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 Trump's thing, his new social media platform that he's been working on for a while, it went live uh, a couple days ago, yesterday. Uh, really, yeah, around really there. recently, and it shot right to number one on the iOS App Store. But uh, it wasn't launched on Android at the same moment, and that's always a problem. It was a problem for a couple reasons. Uh, but the number, the, the main reason that seemed to affect him here is the fact that a bunch of copycat clones submitted to the app store oh. and sort of absorbed the interest as people rushed to the play store to look for this app because right. they're fans of Trump yeah. or whatever. And so what you ended up with was a bunch of uh, people getting scammed or mm -hmm. getting involved with fake copies, including, uh, what are the names here? Uh, you got to go down a little bit further. These the, these are the oh MAGA Hub Truth Social Trump. <laughs> well, how about that for a copycat? That app was released a while ago, but the most of the downloads came out after his official app, which is an indication of the fact that uh, people were were misconstruing it. For, yeah. So with all the press releases and stuff associated with the new one. Did did they get scammed in any way? Well, that like I, did they get a virus or well this one this one apparently scam money. This one apparently was just a bad app according to some user reports. Some people fully bought it and assumed that it was what it was pertaining to be, mm. and uh, and then there was another app that actually was came along with a four ninety nine a month subscription. Oh, oh, that's how they got them. And you know how that works with. Uh, you know, you just click renewing. Yeah, okay, go for it. Mm -hmm. Two clicks and you're four ninety nine a month for the rest of your life. Uh, but the other app, well, I, let me check what the name of the other app was. Scroll down a little further just so we have that one shouted out as well. Um, social app for truth. four ninety nine a week. <laughs> Apologies. $4.99 a week. More than Netflix. Uh, yeah, so. It's all lowercase. And that's social app for truth. And, and truth, you had truth, social Trump, social app for truth. And of course, the, the real thing is called truth social. And they are doing a version for Android, but it's not ready yet. There's like a, I wonder why. a wait list. I don't know. This happens often with, with applications. They don't, you know, they want to hit certain dates for certain reasons. Right. And they have separate development teams sometimes. Mm-hmm. For each platform, and okay. one is ready to go, and they're like, uh, let's just launch. Mm. Um, oh, this is a crazy story. Twin sisters shoot fast food father of one worker in the face over a $3 hamburger. Twin can, sisters. Can I so get both of them? Can I get Mo's attention with this one or no? He looked back at his laptop, but I felt like this requires his attention. I, I missed this. So he, this guy's working late night at a fast food shop. And he's the only one working. You know how that can happen. Yeah. Late at night. Mm -hmm. And then you can get a rush of people and people are stressed because you're the only server. It's tough. Which is what he was. 
and this was in Wisconsin, somehow uh, some kind of dispute erupted over, first of all, the weight. People were pissed off with the weight. Mm -hmm. Well, he's uh, only one person. Stop being so reasonable over there. <laughs> yeah, but in the drive-thru, you don't know that. I don't think it was a drive-thru, actually. Oh, really? No, I don't think, I think it was a takeout. Mm. Anyway, well, as you see the story unfold here. Okay. Okay. <clears throat> uh, so they were pissed off to begin with with the weight, and then once their food was delivered to them, it was missing one $3 hamburger. And this put, allegedly, this put these individuals over the top. That is a picture of twin sisters Brianna and Brianta Johnson, both 20, who allegedly became impatient waiting on their order. Uh, according to the account of the story from the individual, the server, he was apparently body slammed by one of them. Whoa. Like uh, jumped over the counter? I'm trying to like envision how this looks. Well, you can't, I mean, it's hard to envision it. And so he's body slammed and he's on the ground, at which point the other one, the one who, one passes the gun to the other one and they line him up, shoot him in the face. What? Senseless. I mean, allegedly. This is senseless. I mean, allegedly. And uh, here, here's his quote. I do remember laying on the ground just bleeding. He survived, Mo. He survived, believe it. Oh, me. my God. He survived. I was in so much shock. I don't remember being in much pain, but I remember kind of internally freaking out, being scared, telling myself, wow, I'm going to die here. There, fast food, there should be cameras, right? Oh, yeah. There has to be. Yeah, I don't, I don't think anybody's... I don't think any. Then? Yeah, well, it's how, allegedly until they're convicted in court of law. Oh, okay. Well, so they probably do you, have the footage. Right? You know how this works. It's, <laughs> Clearly, I don't. <laughs> it's allegedly until the, the, the court has convicted them. Oh. <clears throat> They're, you know, innocent, innocent until happen? proven guilty. <laughs> this guy, uh, it's crazy. He shows an x-ray of where the bullet hit, and it came through the cheek, took out all this side of his mouth, all the oh. teeth, the jaw, everything. He just started speaking recently. Oh, my God. Their bail is 100. Wow. 100,000 each. Uh, obviously, they're they're being charged with uh, attempted homicide. Yeah, attempted murder. At yeah, attempted murder. Really, I mean, you shoot somebody in the face, they're you pretty. Only they're, have one in ten. They're pretty lucky to make it. Yeah, you shoot. There's not a lot of spots in the face where the person's gonna survive. Off, obviously. <clears throat> oh my God, a sandwich. What's crazy is they interviewed his mom after, and she was saying how, like. He was working late night shift at the fast food and the daughter was in the military and she was say saying that she worried more about him than she did about her. Wow. Because of the risks yeah. associated with just yeah. doing a night shift. And not to say that it's inevitable if that's what you're doing, but I mean, people come in intoxicated yeah. or whatever. And... Uh, what do they say? Nothing good happens after 2 a.m.? Yeah. Mm. You ever heard that before? Mm. The grandmas say that. Yeah. I think I'm a grandma. <laughs> no, I, obviously good things can happen after 2 a.m. <laughs> but it's just... Yeah. Well, I mean, the guy survived, so shout out for that. That's yeah, that's amazing. Wild experience. I don't know if he's going back to that job or not. No. Not really yeah. Sure.
India could export 500 billion in green energy over the next 20 years, according to Mukesh Ambani. RIL chairman said technological progress will make energy affordable on the basis of commercial viability. So what's he looking for? Solar? What's he looking for? Solar and wind. Right now, I think 80% of uh, the energy is coal. Still coal. Damn, still coal. Does he want any of the nucle nuclear or no? No nuclear. Not looking for it. But uh, it's mainly wind. Wind and solar. As India shapes its energy transition to cleaner fuels, billionaire Mukesh Ambani on Wednesday said, technological advancements will make India global new energy leader. Half trillion. Half mm. trillion. Uh, he's trying to transition to clean emission free. Can't happen overnight. Well, no doubt. We have a plan to eliminate that in the next two to three decades. He's actually talking about oil and coal. Mm -hmm. In the near medium term, we'll have to follow low carbon and no carbon strategies. Europe overtook India and China to emerge as the world leader when wood was replaced with coal. Similarly, the emergence of oil, the U.S. and West Asia outgrew others when India becomes not only self-sufficient in green and clean energy, but also a large exporter. It will help India emerge as a global. I mean, it's not easy. No, to, to and be, it's going to take time. To be clear, these energy sources are uh, a little more difficult to um, uh, there's a, they're a little bit more energy intensive, right? Compared to some of the more po polluting forms of energy, mm -hmm. and it remains to be seen exactly how the, the technology is going to advance fast enough to be a complete substitute for fossil fuels and all the rest of it. Not to say that it shouldn't be a thing that people are working towards, but just to say that it's an ambitious task, especially to to attempt to go completely in this direction yeah. in whatever time frame. I mean, the, we were just talking about a denial of a pipeline between Russia and Germany for guess what? Uh, not for windmills. Mm -hmm. Not for windmills. And they got lots of those in Germany. Yeah. So I'm just saying, it's uh, it's going to be an uphill battle to figure figure all this out, but it is certainly uh, a job that's worth undertaking and uh, investigating. No doubt for about sure. it. No doubt about it. <clears throat> Crypto companies are tempting top talent away from big tech to build Web3. Well, we saw this. I've seen this happening as people on my Twitter feed announce their new jobs at whatever Web3 firm and start going to the variety of, they start writing GM on their Twitter account every morning. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, that's what's going on now. You know, we're, we're going to be left in the dust. Well, guys, we're dinosaurs, me and you. Yeah. We're sitting over here stuck in web two. We're two D. We're two dimensional over here. Yeah. yeah. I mean, everything else is three. It's three D. Metaverse. You and I would just be talking over here, mm -hmm. like a newspaper or something. Well, crypto companies—they have the money for it, right? They have the big bucks. I'm just joking they have around. The we'll, we'll we'll do what it takes. Well, I'm joking around. We'll do what yeah. it takes. Whatever it takes. That's what we'll do. Yeah, I'm hopeful. Crypto companies like Polygon and Circle are hiring top talent from big tech firms, enticing them with the pitch of working on the next big thing. The Web3 movement proposes overhauling the internet in a way that would move on online services over to decentralized technologies like blockchain, 
Tech executives are being drawn to the crypto industry due to its rapid growth and lucrative compensation packages. Don't forget that part. Talking about money, Mo. Some crypto money. Mo money, Mo problems. There we go. That's what I'm talking about. That was a, that was a raspy <laughs> response, Mo. That was a really raspy. What are you, Clint East, was, What are you, Clint Eastwood? <laughs> Actually, what I'm talking about. <laughs> Static. <laughs> it's Mo Eastwood over there. Yeah. Uh, yeah, of course. There's like some kind of crazy multiplier on Web three, and anyone anyone who's paying attention to this NFT bonanza. Executives at tech giants like Google, Facebook, and Amazon are quitting to take jobs in the buzzy world of crypto. Everybody wants something new. They're like, COVID's over. Let me. What's new? Let me, yeah, remote. Cool. Let me do something else. Blockchain platforms such as Polygon Circle hired top talent from tech firms. Uh, Ryan Wyatt, that's the one I'm talking about, left YouTube earlier this month to lead a new gaming studio from Polygon. He was doing uh, YouTube gaming. Mm. Yeah, there's a couple other people, I think, from YouTube who left. I presume you've got uh, people potentially from uh, Facebook or, or Apple even, Amazon, mm -hmm. this variety of companies, if if the right offer comes up, I mean, it obviously isn't without its risks, but certainly mm, people in tech jobs, they, they, they want to be a part of working on something new. I mean, there's going to be a resistance. Some are going to say, get out of here with your web three, but others are going to be like, uh, let me see what I can do. Mm -hmm. There, there is money floating around, right? That's where these offers like, the, the crypto thing is lucrative for mm -hmm. some, for some. Mm -hmm. It has been to this point. Does that mean it's going to be everything, the whole world? Does that, that's the thing about this Web3. Or is it, does everything else still exist and it, it, it remains this kind of uh, extra component? Sure. Is it all encompasses does it completely overwhelm and replace? I mean, the name Web3 seems to imply that it does. Maybe, maybe it does. Mm -hmm. so once again, we're talking about time scales here, and you're trying to time it correctly. And you could probably leave your old job too early, or you could leave your old job too late, depending on how you perceive these technologies. Yeah. So good luck to those involved. But yeah, I mean, definitely stuff going on. Speaking of stuff going on, how about a vending machine in New York that's going to be selling NFTs? A Solana-based marketplace is attempting to cross over the digital world of NFTs with real life by rolling out vending machines. How about that? that that's not the metaverse, Well, That's the opposite. That's your NFTs coming into the real world. It's like a candy bar. I was just going to say. Looks delicious. Um, how does it work? Solana-based NFT marketplace Neon recently received a 3 million seed round last month to launch what could be considered an incremental step, the very first NFT vending machines. The marketplace rolled out the first NFT vending machine on 29 John Street in Manhattan, New York in December 2021, but now reports indicate that the vending machine is ready for purchases and open 24 hours a day. That's the beauty of vending machines. I love vending machines. Well, mm -hmm. uh, It will allow buyers to purchase Solana NFTs with U.S. dollars. Jordan Bernholtz, the co-founder and CMO of Neon, spoke to Decrypt and said that he came up with the idea of selling NFTs via a vending machine halfway through 2021 and thought that there is literally no simpler way to buy something than a vending machine. Additionally, Bernholtz explains that the vending machines were created to showcase how simple it is to purchase an NFT and how powerful of a tool they can be to support digital artists. So 
this is one of those ways. I mean, I'm sure you've seen these crypto ATMs. Mm -hmm. And for a lot of people, that can contextualizes it in such a fashion that makes them believe it's real. They're like, well, there's an ATM. Yeah. Like those crypto it's, things, that must be your thing. But how are you paying for the NFT? USD, just with your credit card. Oh, okay. Um, <clears throat> like, as far as it becoming the de facto unlikely, as, you know, people are going to be on OpenSea. They're not going to be uh, converging on a sea of vending machines. No. They'll be on OpenSea. But for those that are on the fence, there's a kind of novelty to it. And he's correct. It's very simple. I put USD, I get thing. Yeah. And I personally think there should be more vending machines. I'm actually upset that vending machines haven't taken over everything. <laughs> the only thing. I'm, 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 absolutely, I'm actually upset that vending machines are not our overlords yet. Mm. <laughs> that create all the rules. I mean, there's no way they'd be invading Ukraine. <laughs> <laughs> Giving them supplies. <laughs> oh, but I'm just saying I watch the channels in Japan, man. Everything's in the vending machine. Yeah. Well, don't get me started. No, no. Because I, I do that every so often. I mean, I haven't done it in a while, but every so often I'm on the Japan channel. Yeah. And I'm in the vending machine. And I'm like, man, I got that. I could have had that soup like that. Mm-hmm. In the vending machine, late at night, everything's closed, mm -hmm. and I got the soup like that. So I think about this from time to time. Mm. Uh, they even got pizza in the vending machine. Don't get me started, though. I I won't. Um, yeah, wonderful. <laughs> would you imagine buying one yourself? I mean, if I it was like down the street, I would do it for the novelty factor. Okay, just to, for the whole experience. But I mean, this would not be a regular occurrence for me. <laughs> Vending, machine, all of them vending machine supports payments using Visa, MasterCard, Samsung Pay, or Apple Pay. Well, I don't know what does it even stock What's with. What's in there? Yeah, like which which NFTs is it like from a which code? artists and um, I, I would guess that yeah, you would have some it'd be a, it'd be a QR code. Yeah. Inside of a, a package, probably. Probably, yeah. And maybe you would have a little card with the artwork as well. It's like a surprise. That's it's physical. randomized. Yeah, that's physical, but the the. You don't even Artwork know what's in card there. is just a QR that takes you to the oh, actual. Oh, it says three images. Can we see artwork. those? Oh, yeah, okay. they're just being very stylish, aren't they? Right. All right, Mo. Here's your here's uh, the question for you: NFT or chocolate bar? A chocolate bar of an NFT? No, no, that's mm. not an option. Not very an option. meta. Not an option. All right. Well, I'm actually really hungry right now, so I'll take the yeah, chocolate bar. Yeah, there we bar. go. Oh, okay. Thank God. Yeah. There you go. He was, a, he was getting stressed. He got a little stressed out, like the other day. What was the other day? The other Make day. Make me relive it. It was yesterday. Oh, and no. we, were, we were talking about how much it would cost for you to quit social media. Oh. <laughs> and you were like, I'll do it for a Klondike bar. And I was like, wow, no way. And then you're like, yeah. And then you're like, what, for just a year? And I'm like, yeah. And then you're like, five grand between five and ten thousand i'm like wait a sec what okay just, well here's the what truth just transpired here and here's there was the a stress fest going on over there i actually got stressed you were gonna be like all right i'll give it to you you gotta delete it oh. and i was like okay i gotta make it somewhat worth it you thought i was getting on a uh, doordash to order up the klondike bar <laughs> yeah. i might have been so you're saying your number is actually lower than five grand it's just that you were panicking that you were being faced with the reality he thought you yeah. were howie mandel i thought you were gonna, well, wait yeah. a second so what is the actual number now that we're here 
What is the number, Mo? Don't, oh Mo, gosh. what is the number? You quit social media for a year. We don't want to play games. We want to know the actual number where you would be like, okay, that's it. No, but then you're going to make me do it at the end of this. <laughs> you're going to be like, all but right. But that's the point of the proposal. Okay, is well, the in that real case, number? I'm going to make the number 10 grand. Okay, so he's sticking to 10 grand, yeah. so you weren't lying. If I'm talking to Will, the number's different. But if I'm talking to you... <laughs> that doesn't make any sense. That no, mean, it does. No, it doesn't, because that means what you're saying is you really don't want to quit. You want to create a number that no, the person's I not going to call you. No, I want to optimize my offer. Okay, okay. Based on who he's talking okay, to. Okay, so exactly. so Will's Will's asking you a question. Go, Will. Ask him the same question. How uh, much would you quit social media? Yeah, I th I think if I was talking to Will, I would do it for like a full ETH. Oh, one ETH. Yeah. Okay. Which All is, right. I think, 3,200 right I'll now. Say, I'll send you that. 3,200? Oh, so. Canadian. Will, Canadian. Yeah. Will, I'll send you that ETH. Oh, see? See? This and is what I'm it. talking about. That's <laughs> why you're saying it doesn't matter. You got you to actually be happy to receive the funds <laughs> Yeah. in exchange for the fact that you're not on social media for you. Regardless well, you can't of, be happy. Regardless of who's providing the funds. What is that exchange where yeah. you don't feel that pain that you're talking about right there? And it turns out it's bigger than you were proposing with the Klondike bar. Yeah, you're yeah, right. It is. it is bigger than the Klondike bar. Well, to be fair, that was a joke. I think that was pretty. And pretty. it's bigger than the ETH. <laughs> it's bigger than one mm -hmm. ETH. And it's and it's probably ten grand, which was your original answer, <laughs> yeah. regardless of who you're asking. <laughs> ten grand, you'd be, you know, wipe your hands clean and, sure, and delete my Instagram. Delete your Instagram. It's a, it's wild. There's a lot of people they don't need, they wouldn't need ten grand. I'll tell you that. They're probably no. gonna, they're in the comments. They're commenting right now. You're really into this deal. No, I just like the hypothetical. <laughs> I like, I mean, it's, sure, a, it's, it's a very hard thing to apply value to, mm. right? Nobody ever asks you, what is it worth to you? And I'm sure social media companies would love to know. But what is social media? Like if we were talking about YouTube yesterday, would that include social media? Because that's a big deal. Well, it doesn't matter in Mo's case because we were just specifically talking about Instagram. He put yeah. a $10,000 oh, value on his Instagram account. It's pretty amazing. Exactly. No, I think of it from a social experiment standpoint. If I'm out on the street... And I say delete your Instagram account right now. And I'm sure people have attempted this. What does the average person value their Instagram account and their Instagram life at? And 10,000 seems really high. Mm -hmm. so, so to me indicates it's very important to you. Mm -hmm. Because certainly if it was the, you know, two days after social media launch, you'd be like, who cares? Yeah. <laughs> I don't need 10. Give me a hundred dollars. Right. The thing sucks. Yeah. There's something about the contribution that you've made to the platform that you've built a profile that you've made connections that mm -hmm. now it's got this crazy value associated with it that but, you've built but really it's flimsy it's, yeah. it's it's kind of vapor to a certain extent as well but social media companies would love to know that instagram's worth ten thousand to him zuckerberg <laughs> is loving this information mm -hmm. he's like you see i told you investors they love the instagram <laughs> i told you investors Send him a couple more quests too. Yeah, yeah. It, it, why, why are you selling those shares? Mo won't delete Instagram for 10000 Our customers love our products. That's exactly what's Send him some smoked meats. So what's going to happen? Pronto. Elon Musk is not getting White House invites because advisors fear that he might embarrass Biden. A new report. Uh, it's a possibility. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Recent reports have indicated that there might be a reason why Tesla CEO Elon Musk is not invited to electric vehicle-focused White House events. As it turns out, Biden's advisors are quite hesitant to invite Tesla CEOs since they are concerned that Musk might do or say something to embarrass the U.S. president. 
I mean, that's a weird reason, though. Yeah. Because it's he, kind of embarrassing to say this. Well, it's a report. I mean, it's not coming directly from Biden. I'm sure he would never admit such things. It's. Uh, but Elon responded to it. Oh, did he? Oh, because he wants to go visit. Well, here's the thing. He, yeah. they, they're, they're selling a lot of electric vehicles. Oh, he says nothing to worry about. And if anybody should have a meeting when it comes to uh, energy and the environment and things like this, like this guy's doing a lot of things in that area. And mm -hmm. it could be very beneficial. He's to have the a, main guy. To have yeah. a tight relationship with, yeah. with uh, policymakers. And just for better understanding, sharing of information, things like this. Mm -hmm. Okay, so he replied to that initial story by saying, I, I assume in a tweet, they have nothing to worry about. Oh, no. He told CNBC. He replied. He responded to CNBC. Probably in a tweet. He said, I would do the right thing. I guess that means not embarrassing him. Yeah. But in other words, yeah, I have to say, he Musk is more of a loose cannon on social than real life. Mm. Yeah. I can't think of too many circumstances in real life where he comes off the way he comes off on Twitter. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I agree. He, 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 in real life, seems to be fairly jovial. Mm -hmm. Optimistic. And, yeah, uh, very optimistic, too. Like any appearances I've seen. Now, I guess those appearances have mostly been with people that he likes to begin with. No, right. even in interviews and stuff. which With people he doesn't like? Well, I mean, I don't think he has much of an opinion on who's interviewing him. Ooh, I don't know about that. I think, really? I think if he didn't like a person, he could say no to an interview. It probably happens all the time. You know how many yeah. requests they get for he would get for interviews? Yeah, but I don't think he's like, I don't like this person. It's just an interview. It's just to get his word out. Sometimes, yes. I think other times he's very selective of where he goes to talk and who he's talking to. Right, yeah. That I that I will stand. Yeah. yeah. Like, I mean, those are different appearances on Rogan or uh, Lex Friedman or uh, I know he's done stuff with Everyday Astronaut on mm. YouTube. Like, it's not necessarily, I mean, it is the biggest platforms, but then it's also, and then you don't see him on CNN, for example. Yeah. Like, I'm sure CNN would have him. Wants him, yeah. I'm sure Fox News would have him, but you don't see him popping up over there. So I think that there is some selectiveness. But anyway, he says, bring me to a, Bring me to the White House. I'll be cool. Mm -hmm. No worries. I'll behave myself. Um, did you see this uh, recent video of Elon? I did not. After the Donda 2 uh, live show, I think it was like yesterday. Mm -hmm. Yeah, in um, Miami. Kanye was there. Rick Ross was there. Right. French Montana. And here's a quick video of them talking about crypto. You got volume? Uh, Yeah. yeah on the goat. Yeah, I mean, I spent some time. Yeah, some time on the goat. I mean, I don't know. I definitely wouldn't bet the farm on crypto, you know. I definitely wouldn't what? The goat. Yeah, I mean, I spent some time. Yeah, some time on the goat. I mean, I don't know. I definitely wouldn't bet the farm on crypto, you know. Yeah, mostly roasting. I'm not sure what he said. Did somebody transcribe it? I definitely. It sounded like he was downplaying crypto a little bit. Like I, definitely, I definitely wouldn't bet the farm on crypto, is what oh, Elon so. Musk said. I definitely wouldn't bet the farm on crypto coming out of Elon Musk's mouth is not the exposure you are looking for. As he said before, out of curiosity, acquired some ASCII hash strings called Bitcoin, Ethereum, and Doge. That's it. 
As I've said before, don't bet the farm on crypto. True value is building products and providing services to your fellow human beings, not money in any form. Hmm. It's true. Yeah. Like, all, the, all, all these forms of currency are dependent upon us getting things that we actually want. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like, mm -hmm. like the actual values associated yeah. with the goods and services that are meaningful to us. And as we see an advancement in that part of the space, I think that's why NFTs are kind of changed the discussion a little bit. At least it appears people want them. Uh, some don't, obviously. It's like anything else. But until there's a way to apply these that uh, where there's a value transaction yeah. and like lots of people want the things on the other side of that transaction as opposed to just using it as a means for converting from one thing to another or... Okay. Whatever. But anyway, he says that he says don't bet. He was telling Rick Ross, don't bet the farm. At least not yet. Yeah. At but, a Donda yeah. concert. I mean, maybe may, may, maybe you shouldn't be betting the farm, period. Like maybe the yeah. farm is not a thing you should bet. Mm -hmm. Keep that asset to yourself. Easy with the crypto mo. <laughs> All right. Take care of your farm first. Your crops, you understand? <laughs> Got it. Uh, Tesla's working to make Steam video games work in his vehicle. Oh, that's about time. Because they were showing off Cyberpunk when they first showed the new interior for Model S and X. Remember that? And they had a controller and everything. Mm -hmm. And a lot of people were like, when's that happening? Uh, I guess we have a little update there. Previously reported, Tesla has a team of software engineers working on video games in Seattle. You know who else is in Seattle? You know who else is in Seattle? Oh. Microsoft. Oh, okay. I wonder if there's any correlation, connection. Oh. The automaker has been building a video game platform called Tesla Arcade inside its vehicles, and it has been working with video game studios to port games to it. They're actually in a slightly different location in Washington, but for all intents and purposes, they have near Seattle. Mm. They have operations in Seattle. Oh, I see. I've been to Seattle. I didn't go to their HQ, but I talked to a lot of people from Microsoft when did I was there. Did you visited the Starbucks? You know what else I had? Yeah, I visited the first Starbucks. But you know what else I did is I had amazing sushi in Seattle. Mm. Just want to put that out there. Okay. And the sushi. and the uh, the roll that I got, maybe I told you this before. Which one? I'm not going to remember the name of the place. So I can't shout it out. But the roll was called a Street Fighter. Really? It's called a Street Fighter roll. Oh, okay. Um, I'll find out the restaurant. Will if you? you want me to? You think based on that name? Yeah. You think they're the only ones that ever attempted it? If it was so good. Ooh. You, you know what? It was highly rated, that place. Okay, here he goes. I don't know. Let's see. Will's going. <laughs> it, often Will doesn't even want to Google. He exhales and everything. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But this really got him going because he's like, maybe I got to go to Seattle and get this roll right here. I like sushi. Mm, street Fighter. Is that is that place? Yeah, that's Umi it. Umi Saki House? Yeah, what? what? Did he find he it? He found it, yeah. Done. So look I'm at that, seven seventy nine reviews, okay, and four and a half stars. Well, that looks delicious. And uh, and this person also likes the street right uh, Street Fighter. That's their favorite as well. Best sushi in Seattle. I mean, it yeah. was it was quite a scene over there. Umisaki House. Check it out, guys. Listen, it's number forty two of all the restaurants in Seattle. Then there's wow. like over three uh, thirty three hundred here on TripAdvisor. So. Okay. <laughs> That's a little sidetrack, side note, but we just got to give you the recommendation. I don't sure. know. You might be there or near there. Uh, anyway, they're in Seattle, not for the sushi, although they might have the sushi as well, but they're there working on a new gaming platform. 
Uh, Tesla CEO Elon Musk has been indicating recently he believes entertainment will be critical when cars drive themselves. Well, that's absolutely true. Might as well start working on it right now. It's a beautiful display in that Tesla. Wouldn't you agree, Mo? Mm-hmm. As you just look at the display. You know, I love the fact that you can play games in that Tesla. You can play games. You can put the fireplace. Yeah, it's so much fun. You can just, when you're waiting, if I'm waiting for people, uh, like I got to pick up somebody, yeah. kids or whatever. Or food. And then I and then I just play some Netflix or whatever. You know, I imagine if I had had my Tesla, not my truck, Will, I would have been watching episode one Kanye documentary on the nice screen with the sound nice. system. Wasted opportunity. Yeah. If I had just had that one, in, they got to get me that Cybertruck already because then the winter's over here. Yeah. And then they give me the Cybertruck and I got the interior from that car. But all of a sudden I got the tires that I need yeah. and I got the room for all the gear and I'm out there in public. Elon, help me out, man. I know you only got one. You're driving in Austin and everything else. And let's make a deal, man. All right. Come on. I'll meet you in Miami. At the next Donda listening okay. party, yeah. and uh, and don't worry, I won't be betting the farm on crypto. I'll just bet the farm on Cybertruck. Mm-hmm. I promise. There you go. I promise. Never mind Cybertruck, because Willie Do has his heart set on something else. And if you've been following this show for a while, you know damn well what I'm talking about. <laughs> I'm talking about the bucking Bronco from Ford. Yeah. And apparently they're piling up. I guess this is a sad story. Actually, they're waiting. Oh, it's for, they're sad? waiting. They're waiting for chips, right? Waiting for chips Chip in uh, Michigan. So you can kind of see in this video here, it's uh, literally rows and rows of new, brand new Broncos <laughs> that are lined up and, you know, ready to go. They have purchasers, but uh, no chips. Dang. Inside. Wow. And it's really sad because there's snow on them. <laughs> it's just yeah. like a desolate place. Yeah, it's a ghost town. It's a zombie town. Uh, they're, they're, those cars are zombies. They're missing their brains. Right. Oh, wow, yeah. <laughs> they need that, like, little spark, and then they're off. And they have so much personality, the Bronco. Yes. Like, they're such a, they're, they, they, they are such a Pixar-looking character. Yes. That they look especially lonely. Mm-hmm. Some cars have less personality, but a Bronco has an actual face. A big character. It has a big, it actually has an actual face on it. Wouldn't you mm-hmm. agree, uh, Will? Yeah. Mo, would you agree? Mm-hmm. So these are all. Just I feel like Broncos. both of you guys could get a Bronco. I think Will can convince you as well. I mean, yeah. you may have slightly different specification. Did you? You were getting like a gray one, uh, maybe dark gray, or a black one, or a black one. Yeah. What do you? Which one are you going to get, Mo? I haven't really looked into it. Well, I just like that Will's got this vehicle that he wants really bad. That's it. You prefer the vicarious. Yeah, I think through. it's fun to watch him. Obsessed over it. I okay. got my crypto in stocks right now. When that oh, goes away, I'll, I'll look into this. <laughs> I see. So when you when you sell the farm eventually. Exactly. <laughs> then you'll be getting one of these. Yeah. yeah no, listen. This uh, chip shortage has been a disaster. And uh, it's, uh, it's actually not the entire brains of the vehicle. It could be a chip that controls some mm-hmm. stupid little right. function. But it's necessary for the completion of the vehicle. And... Mm-hmm. They're just sitting there, and Willie Do can't get them. Yeah. You could always pay the markup and get it off of... Uh, I know, but... Yeah. You don't want to pay the markup? Because why? You need, really, you, no. you need to order it exactly the way you I want. I got to spec it out <laughs> myself. We had this conversation. Yeah, I know. The specking, the specking of it is like... That's the fun part. That's more important than actually using it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Amazon's Astro Robot has been spotted in the wild. 
bringing people beer. Users are showing off what the $1,450 Amazon smart home robot can really do. Yeah, this is like, this thing's been under the rug, swept under the rug. Mm. How, how are we not seeing more of this thing? Still in development. But how do you keep this under wraps? If you're Amazon, you're doing a bot. Wouldn't you expect there to be all types of content emerging about it? Right. I don't yeah, know. I mean, it's friendly face too. I mean, if we're, cool. if we're eventually all going to have this bot in our house. So you can kind of see it uh, deliver beer in this commercial. So somebody still... Or not the, this, this video. Somebody yeah. still has to put the beer Astro. in there. Go to the den. He's <laughs> just looking at you little with slow, his blank little eyes. Little slow react. <laughs> so he already has the beer in there. Knows where the den is. Ooh, that floor is rough. So this is probably someone's house. Actually, the Maybe fact, a developer's the, the fact house that or something? it goes over the tile and hardwood, like, yes. that's pretty good. Yeah. Well, the wheel Find is the huge, left. right? Is that a person? He said to find a person? Mm-hmm. Yeah. This is a fifth grade teacher in Florida that's been using it. He received oh, okay. it a couple months ago. He likes to control the bot from his phone and also tease his dog with it. Wait, oh, so this thing is out? He found... Okay, so the bot found Celeste. Which is, I believe, his wife or the woman sitting there. Oh. So it had visual ID. It could ID that, oh, that's her. And then deliver the beer. Like he said, find Celeste. He got to the den and then find Celeste. I mean, it's cool. Otis doesn't do that, Will. No. I mean, maybe if you said go find a person, you could train your dog to do that. But the dog just has trouble carrying a beer, carrying a mouth. So this thing is available? I don't know. Or is it like only a few, like they haven't been able to meet, they haven't sold that many? I don't know. It's $1,500. So you think that's the problem? Well, it might go, be. try to buy it. Try to buy it. Or to deliver beer? Let's buy it right now. <clears throat> Maybe there's a set of beta testers, like a handful of people from a wide variety of professions and lifestyles, and they were the had the first opportunity to get it. Right. Uh, but let's go try and buy it right now. I mean, it's probably for if it was for sale, it'd be for sale. You know where? On Amazon. <laughs> eBay. <laughs> yeah. Uh... Best Buy. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Here it is. Day one. Oh, there you go. Day in one inv edition. invitation. So what you got to do is you sign up and then, because they're trying to limit the rollout, I guess, that the volume. And if you get selected, then you're the next person that can buy it. And they could deal with production that way and whatever else. I mean, it could be security for your house. Oh, yeah. Uh, take the snack, as you see over there. Charges uh, itself, I guess. Microphones, an assistant. It's got Alexa on it. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Maybe we can get selected. Mm -hmm. Maybe we can be invited. So have you heard of Elden Ring? Okay, so this earlier today, I'm like, uh, Will, what's going on? Yeah. Oh, the Elden Ring. And you're like, oh, 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 let me tell you. I was like, you sound like Santa Claus. <laughs> uh, no, I don't. It's the hottest game right now. And it I'm, is the I'm looking game, at the yeah. summary here on Metacritic. It's got a 97 and I'm also seeing the name George R.R. R. Martin, which that's your thing. 
Game of Thrones. Yeah, that's your thing. So you're you're already the creator. So you're in it then. Yes, he wrote uh, the world of this game. It's it a game. It also says uh, Hidetaka Miyazaki. I don't know who that so is. So you're in. Okay, sure. You're yeah. in. That combination, Miyazaki and Martin together. The fantastic duo. <clears throat> so what's the, what's the deal with it? What's, go ahead. Uh, it's an open world game that's similar to uh, Dark Souls, Demon Souls. Oh, so it's hard. Those kind of souls. All the souls. Kind of like, a, also like a Breath of the Wild as well with the theme of Breath game of the of Wild Thrones. wasn't that hard though. No, compared to but the it other has one. like that kind of like gameplay where it's open world and third person. Yeah, and uh, apparently they knocked it out of the park. I don't know like, how this is I don't a know very how much of this trailer you're amazing game. Wow, um, graphics! It's single player, not multiplayer. Um, so what? What are we, what are we talking? Are we talking dragons? Are, are we talking? Yeah, very much like Lord of the Rings, Game of Thrones, mm. that kind of Middle Earth. So people still, style. The people still like the dragons. I think so. Yeah, they do. The dragons are going nowhere. Yeah. So there's swords. There's swords. It's probably there's, armor. there's probably armor. Yes, there's trolls. So who's behind this game? Is it a big developer or a small one? Uh, it's from from software. That's Get the developer. Get hell out of here. Yeah. They've been known to make, I think, was it Dark Souls? Okay. All right. Yeah, so they've done it before. And like Sekiro. From Software and Bandai Namco Entertainment. Mm -hmm. Fantasy action RPG adventure set within a world created by Hidetaka Miyazaki, creator of the influential Dark Souls video game series, and George R. R. Martin, author of the New York Times best-selling fantasy series. Mm -hmm. A song of ice and fire, danger and discovery lurk around every corner. In From Software's largest game to date. Oh, they also did that uh, Sekiro game. That yeah, was another. That. that was another tough one. I that thing was being promoted to me like crazy on PlayStation yes. Five. At one very time. popular as well. Right. So they've really made the chemistry like solid in this yeah. in this latest. Uh, and now version. they and then they got George R. R. Martin over there. Yeah. And he can write the thing that everybody loves. Yeah. And many positive reviews. Look at this, a hundred. Just, just easy hundred from these critic reviews. They're like, it's the best thing that's ever happened. Yeah. And most of them are, are very good. So. Let me read the top one with the hundred. It's lore always feels epic. But it's ultimately hardcore fantasy nonsense. And what's going to keep you in Elden Ring for the long run is the amount to discover and the versatility and challenge at every turn. It has been equal parts of pleasure and hell to play Elden Ring because this is an amazing game. and The developers have built a mind-boggling but nightmarish world to live and fight in. But it's also one incredibly tough cookie from the off. And casual gamers beware. You'll have a lot of frustrating setbacks as you slowly progress as a warrior. Another wonderful video game for 2022. It's already becoming a top year for consoles. I guess you have to play it. I guess you're going to well, play it. Well, we're going to play it. Who's going to play it? You. How, when? Like, play the game. We're going to have a video coming up, right? Right here. <laughs> we're going to play the game here? What? Yeah. On this show? Well, with the... No, not on this show, but like an oh, Unbox Therapy product. Oh, 
I know what you're week, talking. Actually. I know what you're talking. I'm gonna play that game. Yeah. How long do I get to play for? Would you say? Two minutes. I'm gonna, I'm gonna get uh, beat up so bad in that game. Listening to that guy, he's a like, casual gamers beware. It's a tough cookie. At this point in my life, I am the most casual gamer possible. <laughs> uh-huh. I'm borderline not even competent enough to be called casual. Mm-hmm. I, I would need to probably spend 45 to an hour before I'm having fun with it. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so we're going to have to set a day aside. So I can yeah, actually you're gonna need a hard so tutorial. I can actually play a video game and call it work. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. That's what it's going to take. There you go. I'm kind of looking forward to that, actually. Are you going to play it in advance? Like, are, are you going to go home and play this? Like, because you're, you're such a Martin guy. No, I don't think so. I feel like those games are just very, um, you have to be really into it hmm. and spend a lot of time, like, hmm. you know, an I RPG. Thought, I know. I thought you with the dragon uh, thing. No. You used to put. I'm this, more of like a Halo guy. You, no, you used to put the special outfit on when you're eating the popcorn. What, you, what are you talking about? <laughs> What's going on with the Game of Thrones, man? You put the costume. Ro- yeah, you put the costume. You get ready. Oh, for you're the talking show. about watch parties. That, you never put were, on costumes. That's what, what you, you were doing. You, you told me you were doing that. <laughs> this is ridiculous. You were I telling me you, you, you get together with all those people. You're uh, chatting about the thing for the last episode. You're chatting. There's a watch party. And then after the show's over, and for you, some you're reason, chatting you're about into that. <laughs> Who's into it? You. No, I, it. I never done it in my life. No, no, you talk about it a lot. I talk about your watch party? Yeah. yeah Mention I mean, it was, like every episode. I was fascinated by that. Okay. Well, like, yeah, when, there's watch parties. When you start telling me about the outfits and stuff. No, <laughs> there's no outfits. <laughs> no outfits. Uh, sure. But Maybe a chalice. It's all about the outfits, man. The memor- Maybe a little bit of wine. The me- yeah, the memorabilia. Because you remember, uh, was it HBO? They sent us yeah. like... It's like a Game of Thrones blanket yeah. and Game of Thrones popcorn and the robe and Game of Thrones wine. Wine, yeah. 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 So if you should have brought that to your watch party, did you? I think we drank it before. Easy. Right? Jeez, we were in a rush to well, drink maybe the Game Jack of Thrones. Did, we were in a rush to drink Game of Thrones wine? Yeah. All right. Well. We had to taste it. Cyberpunk 2077 next gen patch. The digital foundry verdict. Oh, okay. So they've uh, they fixed up the game. Yeah, it's nice to know that um, this company, CD Projekt Red, actually really put forth the effort into making Cyberpunk playable now in older consoles. Wow! And uh, this channel, uh, Digital Foundry, they're known to test um, the limits of graphics yeah. and, and talk about it, yeah, and yeah, frame yeah. rates, and all that stuff, deep analysis, and they're happy to say that it is playable. In the old version. So. Uh, I think the PS4 and the Xbox. But the thing is, it says PS5 on the left. Not the S. Um, What's the old one? The 1? Oh, here we go. That's Series X. See, so far I'm only seeing PS5 and Series X. Oh, but they they used, um, what's the old Xbox? 360. Not the 360, no. Xbox One. Xbox One. Yeah, yeah. They, they tested it out on this too. Oh, they did, okay. But it was mainly the the Series X and the PS5. But it, yeah, but it looks to me like the current gen consoles got better as well. They got better, yeah. Okay. And all of them got better. Let's just say that. All and better. All, it's all mostly patched up. All better. Um, <clears throat> all right, so now that this is fixed, do I play this or do I play... The Series S, okay, yeah. Okay. Or do I play, uh, what was the other one with the dragon? Elden Ring? 
Do I play Elden Ring or do I play this now that it's fixed? Um, I don't know. What's your style, man? I don't know. I'm just asking the people. Cy out there. Cyberpunk. I'm just asking the people out there. I I need to know. I'm. Uh, people are saying Elden Ring. Okay. All right. That's it. I'm right. I'm a dragon master. Dragon Slayer. Oh Slayer. Oh I can't I can't I, I can't have the pet dragon. Uh, maybe you can. I remember George Martin uh, in the show. You get your own. You can have a dragon. Yeah. You you can be the mother of dragons. Yeah. You can have your own dragons. Sure. Yeah. A meta prototype lets you build virtual worlds by describing them. Let's go to the beach. How does that work? Wait, I got a video. Oh yep. my goodness gracious. So, this is what Will's... First, uh, let's start with the sand. Oh, we got Zuckerberg voice. Let's go to a park. Nice. Actually, let's go to the beach. Mo, when Will goes home from work, is what he does. This is what he's at? Yeah. yeah. Pretty good. Let's add some clouds. Huh. That's all AI generated. <laughs> Actually, let's add some alto cumulus clouds. Yes, of course. That's what, that's what normal people say. Of course. Say. All right. And let's add an island over there. Actually. It's cool. How about we add some trees out here by the by the sand? Oh, second guy. Let's get a picnic blanket down here. They're having let's a date. A table. It's so matter of fact, like, they're not even enjoying it. Let's get some drinks as well. Let's, <laughs> let's get a picnic blanket. <laughs> not even enjoying it. Let's get the sound of some waves and seagulls. <laughs> some waves. Oh, we're supposed to do all these things. It's like, come on, hurry up. Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty mind-blowing that Does they're that speaking and it's happening. Let's play some <laughs> tropical music. There you go. And let's add a hydrofoil. Why did they choose this song? You gotta have a Tropical, because they're, you know, they're yeah, an island. Yeah, ride one in VR. <laughs> okay. So yeah, the um, metaverse looks <laughs> riveting. <laughs> <laughs> With those clouds there. Let's do a picnic blanket <laughs> and a table. The <laughs> uh, virtual space is called Builderbot. Mm -hmm. No, it's cool. It's cool. It's cool. It's cool. And you most just, likely, it's going to be in Horizon Worlds. Yeah, you just say it and it's built. Yeah, it's definitely cool. Oh, man. They also include playing sound effects like tropical music, which is like, what if you said play uh, ACDC? Was that in the metaverse? I don't Probably, know they have yeah. the rights to that. Well, I mean, they couldn't do it for the demo, but Will seems... Uh, I think so, at some point. It's only a matter of time. It just taps in. What is it, like Spotify plug-in? Yeah, sure. Integration. Play Neil Young. <laughs> that artist is not available on Spotify. <laughs> nice, Will. <laughs> no, it's cool. It's cool. You just say the thing, the thing shows up. Mm -hmm. That's cool. Building with your voice. Who doesn't, who doesn't want to do that? Program your next app with your voice. Yeah. Oh, show Mo this. Don't don't say what it is. It's the title is Wildest 2K Glitch of All Time. Is there a sound? This has uh, how many? It has a lot of thumbs up uh, or upvotes on Reddit. 23,000 23, in art gaming. Uh, this is NBA 2K, and this is a glitch. Go ahead. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Just a quick line there. <laughs> now, check this out. Whoa. Check this out. 
the powder, and then look, he rubs his, his nose yeah. as well with his yeah. left hand. Does he really? Look, watch his left hand. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, he just wipes his cheek real quick. That's out of control. <laughs> what a weird glitch. Is it uh, Is it a glitch, really? Is it a glitch? I don't know. It almost Why like, is that white powder there? Well, the white powder <laughs> yeah. is for your hands, it's, right? Yeah, the chalk. Oh, okay. or yeah, the chalk, yeah. but... Or baby powder, or I guess, whatever the That's guys hilarious. like. There's always That's different funny. types of powders and things over on the side. But does his head smear it more than it's already <laughs> smeared? <laughs> does it actually interact with it? It does! It does. It looks like it, at least. <laughs> it does, by the looks of it. Yeah. Here we go. Reddit's watch watch it. Look at that! It pushes more of the material... <laughs> So does that mean he has it on his face during the rest of the game? I mean, I have so many questions here. Oh, God. So is this a That's glitch fine. or is that on purpose, guys? It just <laughs> seems like a... I mean, the other guy was kind of weirdly bending over, too. It just didn't manage to pull it off in that way. <laughs> that oh, guy. I think I know what happened. I think he's what going happened? to... Pick up the, the ball? The animation is going to Tie fix shoes? the shoes. Okay. Like the guy to the left. Yeah. Except this guy at the time rides it out on top of the table. <laughs> It gets funnier and funnier. It's just well choreographed. <laughs> yeah. That's oh, fun. It's a crazy glitch. That's how you like to have fun, Will? I mean, it looked that fun. was funny. <laughs> be this character over here. <laughs> Beijing Winter Olympics, the lowest ever ratings. We talked about this in the past, how the ratings were down. But what we hadn't talked about, like, well, now that it's over, is where did it line up in relationship to previous Olympics? Uh, they knew that there was reduced interest, but now the numbers are official as mm. far as uh, the completion of the mm. 2022 Winter Olympics. And turns out a lot fewer people watched it, including the opening ceremony and just a typical night, any of the events. Did any either of you guys watch any Olympics? No. Only uh, snowboarding. That's pretty much it. Is that like one night or is that m multiple nights? You watch multiple. You watch multiple nights? Yeah. Look at you. You're part of these numbers. According to the Wall Street Journal, the Beijing Games ratings were the worst U.S. ratings in the history of NBC's coverage of the Winter Olympics. NBC averaged just 11.4 million viewers per night, down 42% wow. from the last Winter Olympics. 42%. That's a chop right there. Uh, those ones saw an average of 19.8 million viewers per night. This was... Probably the most difficult Olympics of all time, NBC Sports Chairman Pete Bavakwa said. The lead-up to the Olympics showed a major lack of interest in the Games as much of the focus was on the location itself. People were talking about China. People were mm. talking about COVID. Uh, some of the high-profile athletes, like the hockey teams, didn't go. I oh. probably, I would have, or hockey players, I should say. I mean, I, it would have been hard for me not to throw it on if all the NHL players were there, mm -hmm. which obviously... Uh, they weren't open to that risk factor with the idea of potentially being locked down, uh, quarantined, mm -hmm. things like this. Um, I would say to our athletes, you are there to compete. This was Nancy Pelosi. They were warning of like speaking out while you were there in China and that, that mind your own business type of thing. Mm. I, I guess there was a couple situations where journalists, there, was it from the Netherlands? Did we cover that? There was a journalist who was just kind of doing a report and then some people just came and grabbed him like hey you oh, really? shut up really you, you shut up over oh. there you didn't see that clip Whoa. no um so anyway yeah the uh, the opening ceremonies also had a record low it was 16 million viewers 
And that includes everything, by the way. It includes streaming services. It includes, I guess they stream on uh, Peacock, 16 million total viewers. Uh, that was down 43% as well. Previously, that was viewed 23.8 million times, the last Winter Games. So, I don't know. It's There's obviously a combination of things. That, by the way, the next one's going to be in Italy. What do you think? Is it just a sign of the times? I mean, are people just... Is there too much stuff to... Like, is it actually about China? Or do people have too much stuff to watch? Like, I, I don't think that had anything to do with you not watching. Or have you ever watched the Olympics? I have. Usually my dad actually has it on. Then I'll just walk by and end up just sitting there for a few hours. So why didn't, why did your dad not have it on? I don't know. Maybe it's like... Well, a, we got to talk to your dad. Yeah. Let's get him on the phone. Yeah. <laughs> uh, maybe it's like... Because um, not a lot of people can go. Can go? Can go to the Olympics because travel was difficult during... Uh, really? You think that would be it? I'm not saying that would be it, but maybe that impacted it a little bit. That didn't impact your dad not having it on. No, no. But I'm just saying the hype no, no, of it no, no, is no. kind of gone. The audience... Hmm. The stadiums are kind of empty. You just feel like COVID was such a downer that it just feels weird to celebrate this big, this big yeah. uh, sporting event yeah. type of thing. Maybe. I, think so. I don't know, because I don't even think I watched the last one. So I think it's been a trend. I know this is the lowest ever, and it was a huge dip, but it does beg the question, if this trend continues, mm -hmm. what happens to this? This has been a thing that's been around, obviously, longer than our whole lives. Right. But the whole... Uh, ceremony of the whole thing is dependent upon eyeballs being on it because the scale of it is yeah. to mm -hmm. a certain extent <clears throat> connected to the amount of interest and in advertising and everything else but we got to talk to your dad i mean that's how if we want to get to the bottom <laughs> of it, we got to talk to your dad all right woman loses three hundred and ninety thousand in online crypto dating scam i messed up my life dating there's your crypto again well yeah uh so a Tennessee woman said she lost 390000 belonging to herself and her father after she fell for an online crypto dating scam. After losing her mom, 24-year-old Nicole Hutchinson inherited her mother's house, which she sold and split the proceeds with her father. The $280,000 she inherited was supposed to go toward helping her family and building a life in California. As a way to make new friends before moving to California, Hutchinson began to use the online dating website Hinge. She said she met a man who called himself Howe, and they became friends. She told CBS News' consumer investigative correspondent Anna Werner that she felt a strong connection with him when he told her he came from the same town in China from where Hutchinson was adopted. He was into investing in cryptocurrency, of course he was, mm -hmm. and then suggested she too could invest. I think this might sure. have been Mo, actually. <laughs> Nice to meet you. Have you ever heard of crypto? Yeah. Yeah. I'm Hal. <laughs> let me let me manage these investments for you. I know everything. I am crypto. I'm like, I've never invested in my life. I don't know anything about cryptocurrency either. So I was very skeptical, she said. Hutchinson said that Hal reassured her that this was an area he knew well. Mm. Hal told her to create an account on a legitimate site, crypto.com. Then she said he sent her a link and told her to transfer money to the new link what he said was a cryptocurrency exchange platform. She started small, but said she soon started investing larger amounts. He just kept saying things like, look at this money that can help support your family. Obviously, that's what I wanted to do. When her account began showing profits, she suggested to her father that he could invest too. And so he did. Mm -hmm. By December, their accounts showed a combined balance of $1.2 million 
and Hutchison decided it was time to cash out. That's when the site told her before she could withdraw her money, she would have to pay a hefty tax bill of roughly 380000 Jeez. That got Mo's attention. Mo's like, wait, I thought I was living in crypto paradise. <laughs> What's this That's tax a bill? Lot. What is this word, tax? <laughs> I was in the metaverse, wasn't I? I thought so. I thought I was in the metaverse. <laughs> you keep going British. <laughs> what is this word, tax, you speak of? She discovered that the cryptocurrency investments weren't real. All her and her father's funds had gone into the scammer's pockets. I messed up my life. I messed up my dad's life. I mean, this kind of stuff has to be going on all over the place. Mm -hmm. A report found in 2021 cryptocurrency scam victims lost more than $7.7 billion. <laughs> it's a lack of understanding, a lack of information, mm -hmm. a rapidly evolving tech, and then anonymity surrounding the whole thing. It has uh, attracted all types of humans, law-abiding citizens like Mo, gambling addicts like Will. <laughs> A little nod there. <laughs> German shepherds like Kovu. Yeah. And criminals like how? Just Kovu's on the computer <laughs> late at night looking at stocks. Well, actually, Kovu's the one that got Mo into it. Yeah. He's like, crypto. Bitcoin, Bitcoin. <laughs> did you did you say Bitcoin? Bitcoin. <laughs> Netflix Marvel shows have been confirmed to be hitting Disney Plus in some locations. Social media lit up like a Christmas tree upon hearing the news that Daredevil, Jessica Jones, The Punisher, Luke Cage, Iron Fist, and the Defenders will be hitting the streaming platform in Canada this March. Oh, nice. After all these titles left Netflix, many fans wondered if they would make their way to the rest of the MCU content onto Disney's service. It looks like that may be the case now, according to Mobile Syrup, but fans in the United States will have to wait to see more for fans who have been waiting for this day since the shows went off the air years ago. It's a moment of celebration. Maybe it's an indication. Obviously, the whole rights thing, uh, the whole interworkings of deals, licensing, Marvel, Netflix, and so on. But this is the type of thing that many had. I mean, when Disney Plus started to hit the scene, mm -hmm. it was easy to predict that it was a matter of time before MCU started showing up more so, even than even the Netflix stuff mm -hmm. on Disney Plus. It's almost like those gaming companies. Uh, it's almost like Microsoft buying Activision. They're like conglomerates. They're like no, 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 no. Cross-platform, available everywhere. Next thing you know, the you know they go exclusive. Well, this is a little bit different, I guess. The streaming, this is more obvious that that's what you would do, because Netflix probably wouldn't be interested in a model that had it had the rights split up and had it on different places. Mm -hmm, the mm -hmm. streaming platforms don't seem to share at all. Maybe, yeah, maybe always exclusive. Maybe some movies, but when it comes to the shows, it's here yeah. or nowhere, and you got to subscribe to all of them. It's like, geez, man. I wonder how much this deal was for all the shows. Well, I don't know that there needed... Because they funded it, too. I don't know that there needed to be a deal. I think it was probably always temporary licensing. Like, you can have these shows on a platform. Ownership maybe never belonged to Netflix. They would produce it under a licensing deal. Right. They would have Because the, the IP never belonged to them. Mm -hmm. Right? Daredevil mm -hmm. or whatever. It never belonged to Netflix. So they would have had to cut some sort of deal that let them use those characters in those productions benefit and profit from those productions, but actually maybe never own the content. Mm -hmm. Much mm -hmm. in the same way that Spotify's sitting there saying, we don't own 
Rogan's podcast. Well, yeah, we gave him a hundred million, although the the more recent number is two hundred million. Doesn't mm-hmm. really matter. We gave him that money, but it's strictly a licensing deal, just so we could profit and benefit in the meantime over the longevity of our agreement. Right. So I think this 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 thing here was inevitable, and uh, it's immediately like you're gonna snap your fingers, and Disney Plus is gonna just get all this content, mm-hmm. and the streaming wars are quite hot. Um, speaking of Marvel, the you probably have seen the Spider-Man meme before. Yeah. The lookalike Spider-Man and they're all pointing. pointing. At each other. <laughs> uh, uh, Sony's having some fun and they decided to actually mm. do it. This Tom Holland, Andrew Garfield, and Tobey Maguire recreate the iconic Spider-Man pointing meme <laughs> in honor of No Way Home's home media release announcement. Holland took up the mantle of the beloved web slinger for the Marvel Cinematic U- Universe after Maguire initially departed from the role with Sam Raimi following the disappointment of Spider-Man 3 and Sony scrapped Garfield's amazing Spider-Man franchise due to lackluster box office returns. However, as the doors to the multiverse were burst open in Spider-Man No Way Home, the two would return as their respective Spider-Man. Okay, so scroll up here for a second. Which one is the best Spider-Man? Will? I feel like, or Mo? I don't know. Which one of you is more equipped to tell us this? It would be Will because the only one I watched was the first guy. Oh, yeah? Yeah. I haven't seen the what what do you got? Have you seen all these three in action, Will? Um, yeah. Ah! I I enjoy them all. No, I they all had their own unique style. You gotta pick one. <laughs> I feel like Andrew Garfield's Spider Man was a bit edgier, a bit darker. Easy. Mm-hmm. Um Are you attracted to him? <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> uh, uh, I don't know. They're all a bit all more mysterious. <laughs> I put on my Game of Thrones outfit. Oh, <laughs> oh poor uh, Will. <laughs> what, you think I should uh, pay more attention to you, Mo? No, 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 you're right. No, 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 no. Uh, yeah, I don't know. They're all good, I guess. Well, what do you, want? Yeah, you better one? stop it. Yeah, pick one. I don't know, Toby Maguire. You go with the OG. He's the first one. OG sure. Toby. Anyway, Sony having some fun with it. It's that weird deal where Sony has Spider-Man. It's it's very strange because the video game and everything else. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so they have their own special moves when it comes to promoting that stuff and making those films and everything else. But I think it's uh, fans love to see the embracing of the culture and the meme. Yeah. They loved so this this thing was taken off on social, as you might imagine. Yeah. In order to I don't know if they were actually in the same space or I if think they, they were. CG'd it or photoshopped it. Did they put their heads on there? Come on, oh, no, Will. Know. Break it down, Will. I think this was a photo shoot. <laughs> I think this it was real. It was for their um, <clears throat> Blu-ray release. Photoshop or no Photoshop? No Photoshop. No Photoshop. No shop. Will says it. I didn't say it. Multi-billion dollar corporation Walt Disney stole freelancers' fan art and is selling it in its park. Speaking of Disney, Disney Plus, MCU, they got no trouble making money. Mm-hmm. It's kind of surprising to see this story where uh, an individual's art, personal art, will be uh, ripped off and then sold hmm. as memorabilia inside of Disney. It's a video. You can play it. Well, check this thing out. Oh, it's a video. Oh. Disney stole by work. So that's his little <clears throat> 3D sculpture oh, okay. that he made. This is it. It's really cool. Yeah, he's showing it to you. There's certain important markings on it. 
mm. including on the bottom, you see Andrew Martin mm -hmm. and his website and the date, 2018, that it was made. It's a very intricate little sculpture, by the way. What would you, like, it's like what a was it, 3D printed? monster. <clears throat> Maybe drumming? and then painted or, yeah. or uh, yeah, that would be my guess. Oh, yeah, because here you can see it is on Thingverse or something like that. But, okay. but it specifically says no monetization, no commercial use, right? Mm -hmm. Now, pause it. Pause it right here. This is with a Walt Disney stand and a bigger version of his sculpture. And you can see the price tag over there. USD, what does it say? What is it? USD. 125? Is it $125? $125, I think. yeah. That's no joke. Oof. No. Walt Disney World 50. And he's going over every single little marking on it. Of course. But I don't even think he needs to do that much. This is like so obviously stolen. <laughs> Are you pissed? <laughs> Are yeah, you? I'd be pissed if I no, was No, no, you, you, you. I'm pissed for him, yeah. You sound pissed. Yeah. <laughs> but I don't even <clears throat> think he needs to go in, in this much depth. No, this but he wants to be sure because people could be like, like, if he didn't show the website, you'd be like, oh, mm. you posted online. Like, right, what right, was the yeah. copyright yeah. or whatever? Okay, look at this. <clears throat> in this case, it's pretty straightforward. I studied image rights when I was doing my master's in fine arts. So I'll have a go at this. In EU law which is similar to the U.S., the general rules as follows. In order for an artwork to be under copyright, seen as legally original, you have to be able to prove the paternity and originality of the artwork. In this case, the design's paternity isn't the 3D artist's. It's Disney's Roly Crump from 1968. It could be argued that the artwork's originality and paternity reside in being a 3D model, but that would never stand in court as the originality is already a 3D sculpture. And this 3D model is not transformative enough to be seen as original. Mm. I'll go so far as to say that freely distributing a model based on someone else's is borderline copyright infringement in the first place when he says, I didn't want to bother with selling this. It's because he can't in the first place. Disney would be up his ass with lawyers. It's crummy from Disney uh. not to credit the guy who made the 3D print from an ethical point of view. Yes. Is it legal for them to do so? Also, Yes. A lot of people are saying that Disney doesn't have the right to use the product of his labor for commercial purposes, so I looked a little into it, and boy, it's murky waters. Copyright law also protects reproduction in this case. I would argue that this is too close to the original art for it not to be considered reproduction. Wow. So it's from a 1968 uh, movie, I guess, and this guy made his based on that with his own unique touches, it seems. Yeah. Disney went on to sell his version with the unique touches, but the original artwork from the 1968 project yeah. was what inspired his in the first place. Mm -hmm. So, But he didn't copy that artwork. He made his own, but it was interpreted. But of that character. Yeah, but he right? doesn't own the... That, he, doesn't. he doesn't have enough uh, originality there for it to be a completely new thing that would be protected in any way. Yeah, that makes sense. But right. it doesn't change the fact that it is surprising that Disney would reach to a, bad look for a mm -hmm. 3D uh, print file from some other guy. Which is fine. Print it huge and sell it for 125 That is surprising, isn't it? It yeah. is. You would yeah. think that they would have it, but their lawyers, man, you won't go against Disney lawyers? <laughs> That's the thing. If it's Even if it's relatively murky, they're, this guy's a done deal. Yeah. Because you don't want to they'll have they'll turn it right around on you mm -hmm. and say you made what and publish what mm -hmm. what you know about this guy hmm is that your you, you, you invent that character hmm 
actually about this Mickey Mouse right here. Hmm? It's not Mickey Mouse. No, but I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm trying to you know, make it relatable. Everybody knows who Mickey Mouse is. Yeah. You know who the Tinder swindler is, Mo? <laughs> no. <laughs> well, that's him right there. Uh, this is a show on, on Netflix. I feel like you're going to check it out. Guy like you. This is a show? Yeah, it's a show on Netflix. Uh, it's a documentary called Tinder uh, Swindler. I guess it's a movie, documentary, whatever you want to call it. Okay. Tells the story of a con man, Simon Lviv, who tricked countless women out of millions through the popular dating app Tinder. The Netflix documentary was released in early February and featured interviews with multiple women who alleged they had been scammed out of hundreds of thousands of dollars by this guy. Whoa, how? It's kind of like the last story. It, it is very similar to the last story. He's into crypto. Is that what it is? Simple! <laughs> no, I, I mean... There's a lot of ways to scam. He he appeared to be some sort of con, like living a certain life. He's lavish. like a straight up con man. Yeah. <clears throat> straight up old Very good at what he does, though. Oh, you've watched it. I've heard about it. Are you all going? of my friends' circle, I mean, my circle of friends have uh, watched it all. And they're like, yeah, this is the movie to watch. Oh, like, oh okay. Did all you right. know Will had a friend's circle? <laughs> yeah, a circle of friends. Join the circle. It could be used both ways, right? How does somebody get into your circle? <laughs> no longer about this story anymore. <laughs> no, I mean, we're just just quickly speaking, how do we how do we break into your circle? Is it possible at this point? You don't need to break in. No, is it possible at this point, or is the circle defined and that's it? There's only room for so many. No, no, it's always open. Always open. Friendly faces. I don't believe what he's saying right now. <laughs> you gotta be invited to the Game of Thrones party. What's the newest person in the circle, longevity wise? Sisters, neighbors. What are we talking? A couple years or? Couple years? What do you mean? Like they, that they got introduced into the circle. Oh, that they, probably that like they a had year their, or two ago. So that's when they had. Yeah, their, they're nice. That's when they had their circle ceremony. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. And they watch an episode of Game of Thrones. Yeah. And look at Broncos. A little bit of fire <laughs> as well. All march in a circle. Are they drumming too? Welcome to a circle. Is that me? We'll do a circle. <laughs> Limited space inside my circle. I have a low bar, I think. That's not nice. It's not nice to say to these people. <laughs> Welcome to my circle. I have a low bar. Yeah. <laughs> Anyone can join. Welcome to my circle. I have a very low bar. Yeah. I know you have problems in the past. It's a low bar. Don't worry. Uh, I want to watch this. This is cool. I like documentaries, like real life content. So uh, anyway, this uh, problem, the problem here stems from his bodyguard, actually. He had a bodyguard in a uh, documentary. And part of his con was that the bodyguard would be injured. And he would show a picture of the injury of the bodyguard and say, I need some cash for this guy's medical bills. You got to like wire it or whatever. Mm -hmm. And a number of people did this. Now the bodyguard is saying, I was never a part of this. The bodyguard comes out and says, you ruined my entire reputation. I can't uh, get any work anymore. Yeah. Because I look like a scammer. Yeah. In the film, you didn't clear this with me, et cetera. So he's got a lawyer now and he's demanding, I think, 5 million from Netflix. He's, he's going at Netflix for 5 million euros, 5.67 million in compensation from the <laughs> streaming service. And he wants Tinder Swindler taken down. Oh, really? He wants it completely taken down because it's got him laying in an uh, ambulance. Uh -huh. 
and it looks like he's a part of scam in the in the yeah, film in the docu in a documentary. Hmm. Now he's obviously around this guy. Does he really not know anything that's going on? I don't know. That's the premise. That's what he's saying. In a letter obtained by TMZ, the bodyguard demanded that Netflix issue an apology and $3 million in compensation, that's euros, for the harm suffered along with a further $2 million as compensation resulting from the inability to continue to practice the profession of a specialist in the protection of persons and property. Uh, the letter wrote that money should be paid within seven days delivery of the letter. He's going heavy at them right now. And like I said, he wants the thing to be taken out. But you can see this guy, the swindler, he was putting on a whole facade, like in the private jet, mm -hmm. with the pat, with the patterns on the shirt, and it's all, all that. matching. You know what I mean? So this guy's like, "Hey, uh, just shoot me ten grand. I'm good for it." And you're like, "Oh, he's on a private jet. I'll give him shoot ten grand." I don't know. Shoot me some Bitcoin. Nef <laughs> shoot me. <laughs> Netflix production. Neither have asked my client for permission. This is from the lawyer to publish his image, nor to for his comment on the case. As a result of the unexpected movie publication and its immediate popularity, my client lost anonymity within just one day, the ability to work as a bodyguard, probably forever, as well as his reputation. I don't know. That uh, seems weird. How do you not ask? How do you not get permission? I don't know how documentaries work. I don't know. If it's just a photo and it was, the photo was submitted and this guy took the photo, who do the and the guy agreed to be in the photo to him? Right. Is that your photo at that point? No. Okay, maybe. I don't, I don't know. This seems... It's like this case or the Disney case. I don't know which one's more complicated. Mm -hmm. But since this video or uh, movie could be taken down, maybe you got to check it out before it's gone. Before it's gone. Before it's gone forever. The Tinder swindler. Uh, apple tree that made Newton think of gravity dies in recent storm. Cambridge, England. Um, this is an interesting one. Obviously, you're looking at a legendary tree here. But it is not, apparently, and this is the thing about Reddit. Often the headline is really the top comment, not the headline. Because apparently this is a clone. This thing that blew over here is a clone of that historic tree. This uh, tree is very important. Hmm. And so they've made clones of it. Backups. So they only one backup of them. This? This, this, this tree is a stuntman. <laughs> you understand? Stands so in place. I got to give a shout out to Reddit Browser 7. For the amazing uh, information here. This is not the famous Newton apple tree. It is a clone of the original, but still sad to see it gone. I'm ed editing this to add historical information. The original tree is in an orchard by Newton's childhood home, Woolsthorpe Manor, in Woolsthorpe by Colsterworth, near Grantham, Lincolnshire, England. How about those names over there in England? Mm. Holy feels you feel special yeah medieval uh, there's kings and this tree has a zest for life it blew over in 1820 and regrew from the roots but it is the original it has a fence around it and it's cared for by the uk national trust imagine the gravity say the, original the gravity tree it still exists it's not this one that blew over oh. this was the clone but the tree that sparked the realization of gravity, gravity. You can go look at it. It's fenced off and cared for. You can go to England, Mo. You can be like, oh, look at that. Gravity. Are they going to repair Whoa. it? The clone? Yeah. I don't think so. I think that one might be cooked. They'll make another clone. Uh, when it comes to cloning, they got to go and shave a little piece. And uh, there's a special way you got to do it. Well, it's not just, it won't be a perfect clone from the seed. I don't know if you knew that. Mm. Okay. Mm. 
anyway, uh, there's many exact clones out there. Well, at least a few of them. There's an exact clone shared with the United States, carefully propagated in Washington, D.C. at the original National Bureau of Standards and another in Gatorsburg, Maryland. Um, so they, you know, they put these things all over the place just in case the original has an issue. You can go look at a clone. Mm-hmm. Cool. And feel the presence. All right, last one. Really cool. Last story. There's no headline. It's there. We go. Last wish. First ever recording of the moment someone dies. Oh, I saw this. I saw this. They were saying maybe it's true that your life flashes before your eyes when you die. Mm. As we were saying, because they were looking at the brain activity here on individual moments before they die. And apparently they saw some evidence. Scientists accidentally captured our most complex organ as it shut down, showing an astonishing snapshot into death. The first ever recording of a dying brain has revealed we might relive some of our best memories in our last moments. Mm -hmm. Uh, Acute subdural hematoma and evacuated Hematoma is what they're showing here. Hematoma blood. The study accidentally found flashes in the brain that could suggest we relive memories when we die. Here's some uh, charts of an EEG output over a 900-second period. Chart on the left is the uh, left brain hemisphere, and chart on the right is right brain hemisphere. Right brain is more active there by the looks of it. The point of death is marked with CA, cardiac arrest. Hmm. Ah, so the left hemisphere after the cardiac arrest, the activity goes down quite a bit in the chart. But if you look at the blue portion in the right hemisphere, a lot of stuff still, and pink portion, a lot of stuff still going on there after CA, which is cardiac arrest. Mm. Patient was being treated for epilepsy, hooked up to an electroencephalogram. The 87-year-old man's brain activity was being measured when he suddenly had a heart attack and died. <clears throat> this meant... The 15 minutes around his death were, so this is by accident that they had this on, mm-hmm. on the EEG. In the 30 seconds, either side of the patient's final heartbeat, an increase in very specific brain waves were, spo- were spotted. These waves, known as gamma oscillations, are linked to th- things like memory retrieval, meditation, and dreaming. This could mean, although many more studies would need to take place, that we might see a sort of film reel in our brain of our best memories as we die. Mm. Well, cool. Yeah, not so bad. I mean, a dreamlike state of sorts. Dreaming is strange. And your best memories? I'd be curious about the actual l- linearness. Oh, yeah. <laughs> because when you think about it, like dreaming is it's a jumbling of things mm. where certain details are make perfect sense. And then one small detail throws the whole thing for a loop. Yeah. Where you're like, wait a second. This is a dream. That does. That's not right. Yeah. Why? Why is that cat upside down? I don't know if it's a glitch in the matrix. Many glitches. So there could have been glitches here as well, or it could have been. Well, that's a weird thing about a memory, right? It's like a glimpse anyway. Mm-hmm. And it's and it's. How reliable is it already? It's a recall. I mean, you gotta go anyway, though. So <laughs> I guess you're right. I think uh, <laughs> can't slow that down. I'll take the I'll take the glimpse. I'll All take right. the I'll take the glance. Same. Who knows if we're to prove this on multiple occasions here? Maybe this guy just had a vivid imagination. Maybe. Who knows? Thank you to everybody who joined today. 
We covered it all. We did it all. Uh, we even did it through Willie Do's tight schedule and big stress moments. Uh, we did it through Mo's dilemma <laughs> over what it would really take for him to quit Instagram, and the price keeps going up every time we talk about it. It's like a million dollars now. Terrifying stuff. We covered crypto. Buyer beware. We covered the Tinder swindler. Bodyguard beware. Okay. We talked about MCU. <laughs> coming to Disney Plus, coming to a theater near you. And we talked about Andrew Garfield, Will's favorite. Spider oh, the Bronco as well. <laughs> Let's go out on that as far as memories go. All right. Will getting himself ready for Andrew Garfield. I'm ready for you. <laughs>